Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Tony McAleer, he's a former neo-Nazi leader and author of The Cure for Hate, because uh, neo-Nazis and extremists of all stripes, I've been reading this a fair bit recently, are trying to take advantage of the pandemic to stir up emotions and anger. Tony, thank you very much for uh, taking the time. And if you were still recruiting for the neo-Nazi group war, would you see this pandemic as an opportunity to recruit and sell the white supremacist messaging? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, the first piece of that is, is of course, blaming China and the, and the focus on on China would be a way to drive a wedge between uh, communities here at home. And also, um, I would I would I would go after the resentment towards the uh, the the sort of lockdowns in different <clears throat> different areas in order to fan the flames of resentment to to government so to chip away at the faith in institutions and chip away at the at immigration and and diversity uh, would this be true as well of any extremist organization? They're going to see this pandemic and the fear that it causes as opportunity for them, regardless of who they are. Absolutely. Any any time that you have people um, questioning everything, I mean, right now, you know, there's there's the future is so uncertain that it's a time when people are sort of questioning everything, including you know what what's normal and what's normal and what the future is going to be like. That's that's an opportune time to to get in there and, and plant ideas uh, at, at a time when people are naturally questioning things. Who would you be targeting? Uh, would you be targeting the, the youngest in uh, in our society? And, and if that's the, the answer, then how young would they possibly be? I would target everybody. Um, you know, you, you find more fertile ground, I think, on an older demographic. But you find more energy in a in a younger demographic, and so and, and you'd have to tailor the message uh, differently. You know, for older people, you know, the you prep on remembering the the rose-colored glasses of the the glory days. Uh, for the young people, it's uh, you know where they're not there yet, and they're looking to the future. Um, you would work on on the disillusionment. Uh, are these all these movements, uh, the extremist movements, are they growing in strength and numbers and influence even without the COVID nineteen pandemic? Are they growing? Have they been growing by I don't want to say leaps and bounds, but significantly have they been growing? I think they have. They have been growing, and and for sort of many of the reasons. You know, I, I kind of touched on um, there because there's there's a disillusionment with with the establishment across the Western world, and and when you have people losing institutions, there's there's an opportunity to provide simple solutions to complex problems and and black and white kind of thinking, um, things that make make sense at at first blush, but but if you actually scratch below the surface, they don't make sense. But that type of black and white solution, uh, black and white uh, thinking and simple solutions to complex problems is, 
is easy to sell at a time when people are questioning everything. Now, your book is The Cure for Hate. So by extension, hate is a sickness. And, and your book uh, shares your story. And uh, you told us previously you walked away from the, uh, from the neo-Nazi movement because you had your, your kids. You looked at your kids and you didn't want that in their future. Um, and uh, your, short, your story should be read, uh, Tony, again, the, the cure for hate. But at its most fundamental, how do you begin to turn away from hate and hateful messaging? What's, what's the, how, how do you do that? Well, hate is, is I think, is, um, is born out of disconnection. Right? When we can't recognize our own humanity, we can't recognize the, huma- the humanity in others. So the cure for that is obviously connection. And through compassion, we can help people reconnect to their, their humanity. And, and I don't mean to say that, say that to give people a free pass. Uh, compassion with healthy boundaries and consequences um, is a way that we can hold people accountable for their actions yet at the same time See, no one comes into the world as a neo-Nazi. Everyone has um, humanity within them. And sometimes it's difficult to see and it's hidden away uh, because of trauma and things like that. But when we can, uh, we can get people to reconnect to their humanity, uh, I've witnessed over and over and over again magnificent transformation. That's so well said. In, in about 10 seconds we have left, do you find any of your former associates also turning their backs on extremism? Absolutely. Nobody stays in this for a lifetime except if, if their whole identity is wrapped up in it, like a David Duke or someone like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they all find different ways to, to go out, and sometimes they, um, you know, they, they might end up in a enforcer for a biker gang. Um, but also, if they don't deal with the pain and the trauma, I know so many people that uh, have also died okay. of drug overdose. Tony, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, anytime you're a drug overdose, you... You emotionally respond. Tony, thank you for the time. All the best to you. Uh, the Cure for Hate. Good talking to you again. Thank you, as always. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 